This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 28, and we're joined with some very, very special guests today, boys, and obviously Ben as well, but oh, Jake and Charlie from Chapaqua Wrestling, who were actually on Soccer AM not too long ago. So, mm. boys, how are you feeling? Uh, it's, it's really good to have you on. Um, we'll start with weeks. either of you two, to be honest. Yeah, it must be really yeah, good. Seagull good. Social, we, Soccer AM. Yeah, we followed you guys, followed you guys for a while, um, and you guys are doing a good job for the Brighton boys and um, flying the flag high. So yeah, big up, appreciate that, big time. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, thank you so much having us on. Um, It's a, it's a great episode to join on. There's a lot of uh, seagulls burning. Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those classic games, isn't it? So I think there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, it's great. It's great. We're feeling good. <clears throat> I love that. I love that. I mean, look, I, as you say, it's a interesting episode to join us because the last time I started a podcast, which was literally yesterday, was very painful on the back of Palace. Um, <laughs> I just want to get your thoughts, boys, on, on Palace. Start with you, Charlie. How, how would you? How was you feeling um, yeah. yesterday and the day before as well? Well, just like obviously, like the VAR decision just made it just so so annoying because then it is just technically a goal. So, like, there's just three points we've just yeah. lost, or two points we lost. Um, Sanchez's mistake is, like, weird one. At first, obviously, you just, like, you donkey. <laughs> like, how did that happen? <laughs> but, um, I guess, like, everyone does make mistakes. It's just when keepers' mistakes are like that, the first thing you think is, like, that's so mm. classic Sanchez. <laughs> like, he's got a bit of a temper or he'll just do something clumsy, but he's like an insane shot stopper. But I think we're just watching the same keeper week in, week out. Yeah. You just start to notice tiny little things, but everyone does it. It is just a classic mistake. So yeah. like they happen. Um, mm. But I thought overall we're good. Like Webster saved us. Like he was amazing. Obviously it's just such a shame because it's so us, but like, yeah, I thought Purvis had a great game. Should have been a goal. It was frustrating. Like we we did spank him in like every sense, apart from the score. <laughs> apart from the but, score, um, yeah. we spanked yeah, him one one. Matters. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was it was we, it was, we like, smashed it was fun him to one boys. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what a win. <laughs> Jay, what was your thoughts, mate? Uh, yeah, I mean, overview. Like coming into the game, it was like we couldn't have been playing them at a better time. Um, yeah, everyone's so confident. Team looks so sharp. Palace are just like not really there at the moment. But Palace is just always tricky. Like it's obviously we get so jacked up for because it's the twenty three derby, but it's never fun. It's just like it's always a jarring match to watch. Um, yeah, and just like recent results. Like, obviously, the the Mopé equaliser last season was like lifted spirits but again like it wasn't it's not like it's never like a good era of playing Palace Mm, Um, and then obviously going into the match like the situation Brighton at the moment is like if we don't win in the Premier League it's upsetting which is an amazing situation for us to be in as a club like oh we haven't won this weekend like what a bummer (laughs) which is an amazing situation but then when you're when you're 1-0 up at Palace and then yeah, I mean, the, the the offside goal, I think, was kind of fair. Like, it was just sadly a bit offside. It was more 
Sanchez, like that's what dropped the points. But at the yeah. same time, like we should have finished the chances. We had so many chances. McAllister must have been so gutted after the match because yeah, he had so many good chances. Yeah. chances. Yeah. Like if anyone's going to put him in the back of the net, it'll be him always. Mm. So yeah. yeah, it was gutting. But at the same time, like Palace is always tricky. So if someone said before just the match, we should take a point, I would have said mm. it would be a bit of a shame. But you know, it's not the it's not the worst result at Selhurst. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, so, yeah, follow up on that. Then. Like, it's obviously the club's most successful season ever. Hard to argue that. But how? Mm. And yeah, Charlie, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Did you expect this after Potter left, or did you think it was going to go downhill immediately? I think I thought we'd be pretty consistent. I, I honestly speaking, had never heard of Roberto De Zerbi before he started. I'm sure there's a lot of people like that as well. So, I mean, like, football I hitters had... will say that they did know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sassuolo, yeah, Tifo <laughs> football watchers would be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, I thought we'd do well. Like, I, I kind of like, I mean, like, I've, I've heard you guys speaking about this a lot, obviously, like Potter leaving. It was yeah. like, I kind of was always thinking, like, I mean, I, I bet everyone thought he probably would go. Obviously, it was like a big surprise at the time, but, you know, like, we all knew that he would have been getting offers left, right, and centre. And like we, we, I, th- I think credit to him for staying with us for for so long. I mean, we had we was doing so well, but you know his career trajectory kind of made kind of sense for him. But um, that was just such a weird prediction. I think that that kind of took all of my predictions out of out of it, out the window, really, yeah. for the se- like my initial season predictions. But Deserby coming in, I just didn't know. But it just very quickly felt like a very serious manager who was really passionate. And I think every Brighton fan wanted a bit of that from like post-match interviews and just a bit of fire from like, just even conversation. Like Potter's just famously like, you know, like blank, blank sheet sort of thing. So it's so nice to have that fire from a manager again. And I kind of, kind of does make sense now, but like short answer is my prediction went out the window and Potter went and then Zerbi coming in. As soon as you kind of sensed his passion, you were like, okay, well with the squad we have, this is going to go well. So it makes complete mm. sense, really, which is like another shock and make like a pleasant surprise. Yeah. About Just like, puts I've, more faith been in the club. Fan puts way more yeah, faith 100%. in the club because I think at the beginning when they hired Potter, they, they may, I think they, they said something about whoever is managing the club will suit the club. It's not going to, it's not like, it's not Potter's club or style. That's yeah. Brighton style. And they got the right yeah. manager for that job. And that's, so hopefully yeah, yeah. that will just continue even when the Zerbi does I've, eventually leave as well. I've also, I've also heard that they're like, they're like planning well like they've already got the manager after Deserby in mind like pl- like coaching yeah. staff there or like they're planning they're like, they're Ryan like, oh, like we know who's looking at him now <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Tony Bloom Tony Bloom clearly <laughs> like Bloom obviously knows how to like assemble a team on another level because I was like more worried when Potter left that the coaching staff also going would really like derail the whole team. I thought that's what would have been the real shock. Like getting a good manager, deserve it, he's good, great. But it's where there's been so much like so much kind of like turbulence. All the staff going like I would be I feel so like demotivated as players. Like all my mates are gone. What's going on here? My mates and like all the coaching staff, what's what's happening? But like Mm -hmm. he's gone and found they found Deserby and then somehow managed to just completely smoothing out like the whole management and coaching process like I don't know how they did it but yeah it is amazing it's probably like one of the most impressive bits of the season no matter where we finish in the league how smooth the transitions been probably yeah, like is the most interesting thing that's happened are you, are you enjoying watching Graham Potter's downfall or struggles at Chelsea Jake you you go it's surely yeah. some part of you that enjoys it a little bit well, I didn't like Chelsea anyway, um, so it's just added yeah. fuel to the fire. I don't know why, all of our mates from Brighton, our, our close group of friends, are Chelsea fans. Yeah, so that's growing up... Typical. Yeah, with yeah, Chelsea even Chelsea Lewis Dunk's a Chelsea fan, it. but we just don't like yeah, him. Yeah, for God's sake. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but His no, dog's called um, Didier. <laughs> nah, I feel like Potter nah, like nah. will sort it out. Potter will... Um, it's going to take time and I hope they give it to him because he's a good manager. I don't also hope, you know, they give it to him because I don't like Chelsea, but I think that, I think he will work the combination out and it will start working. But it is nice seeing Chelsea struggle just for the time being, you know, but I do want Potter to get his way because he's a good guy. Yeah, fair. And Charlie? Yeah, mate, same. Just like, I, I do very much enjoy <clears throat> the struggle and, uh, 
and enjoy how well we're doing. It's just <laughs> the way so you beautiful. Said that it's so one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like to get it. <laughs> Torturing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let him suffer. Uh, no, nah, but I. Um, I, yeah, it's 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 just like I do I do just think he's a he's definitely a good manager and he did really well for the club and I think he I, I don't know if it's controversial but I I really like the message that he sent to the fans after when he left I like read that I really enjoyed it I just it felt very genuine and um, it's hard when you've got so much emotion invested in the club and to like not get super super angry about someone leaving like that but then when you take a step back and you look at his career and like what he's done I I, I respected him leaving <clears throat> it is nice to get that kind of last laugh if you will um, but I, I do want to see him succeed I think it's only a good thing for in a weird sense like it's another good thing for Brighton as a club if he ends up smashing it with Chelsea like because it's like another like historic manager that was at Brighton it just puts us again into like the upper it's echelon again, again, just, in the league though <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, look, nah, I just, he, I mean, I mean, as long as Chelsea don't sack him into April, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty nah, much. Nah. I'm just yeah. saying, in like, in our, in our standings, you know, and how people talk about us, and like, for me, like, when you're speaking to Chelsea fans or other people, and they're just, they're just got such a like small minor view on what Brighton's doing, even despite now, it would just mm. start putting them in their place a bit. Do you know what I mean? So I do hope he does well. Actually. Do you know what's um, quite gutting? Kukurea yeah. not doing not doing bits there. Like he was so you're good about that. Oh, I think it's hilarious. Player. I think it's. Safe. <laughs> yeah. What do you lads? What do you lads think? What do you lads think? Are you are you, are you enjoying his demise? Like right. what do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, oh, I think it's fantastic. I think I think the way that I think more so Kukurea is just funny because you yeah, know, he yeah, he yeah. said it was a dream to go to Barcelona, a dream to go to Man City, and it was a dream to go to Chelsea. And it's like, God's sake, mate! Now, now he has gone to Chelsea. Living and we got sixty-three million, and he's—he's. He's, I mean, he Chelsea fans saying he's one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst down. players they've had. So I think it's just right. quite funny to see how it all turns around. But um, yeah, he's, but at he's, the end of the day, you know, it's what it is. But he, he was yeah. so good for Brighton. Like he was like the finest player. He got amazing hair. He sounds like a rare bird. Like he <laughs> <Yeah>. was just. <laughs> Top level for me. I loved it. <laughs> That's, That's, great. Great. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll move on swiftly from there because I want to know also. Um, obviously, you guys seem like proper Brighton fans. I see Charlie got the uh, skin shirt in the background. It's made me want to ask, really. How long have you yeah. both been Brighton fans? I'll start with you, Charlie, because of the shirt. I just want yeah, to mate. Uh, first game I went to, I was six or seven. I was against Wrexham uh, at the with Dean and my dad in the pissing rain. Uh, I remember it very specifically because it was also the first time I ever had a Mars bar dark chocolate and uh, <laughs> yeah I remember being like you remembering remember chocolate like, bar so must have been a sign of how bad I, it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember sitting eating the Mars bar like and it was pissing it down raining so dark and there was like fucking sorry for swearing there was probably 40, <laughs> 50 Wrexham fans like there tucked like, away they, miles away yeah well not even not miles away it was the with like, I mean, they, 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 <laughs> no, they, they were like they were like 200 meters back weren't they yeah they were they were behind the shot put weren't they yeah, yeah, I, remember, yeah. I remember first going then with all the brighton fans i think it was mansfield someone had scored they'd mansfield scored and it was like like they were singing like do you know that you scored and the <laughs> fans were like what <laughs> there's a delay like, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah man no, like yeah that, that that long i think jake's pretty much the same and we've been following it ever since. Like, yeah. So, like, my my dad's was at the Goldstone, and like, he's he's like proper yeah. old so, school fans. So, yeah. Have you two boys just been mates from school then? You and you and Jake. If you yeah. and you've grown up sort of watching football together. So a bit. I had a, had a bit of a like break in it. So I moved to New York like when I was eight. Like, um, my oh. like family got a job out there, so we moved there for like four years. But I used to get so I didn't. So I used to get sent over like the Brighton Hove Albion DVDs uh, at the time, <laughs> like and like Leon Knight T-shirts and you know like. So we carried it on over there. Then we moved back, and then me and Jake met. So I was about right. twelve when I moved back, and then we met at school, and then we've been going to games and being mates ever since. Pretty In much. In the least story oh, way, nice. what school did you go to? <laughs> uh, Downlands. Downlands. Yeah, Downlands. Downlands. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's, just outside uh, that's, in Hassocks. 
This oh, is, okay. this is a common, common okay, conversation. Fair, fair Obviously, we're, 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 like, we're from Brighton, naturally. <laughs> we're actually just from outside Hasek's Burgess Hill area. But there's always some person that pops up on our socials sure. like, I actually know that you're from Hasek's because your dad drinks in the pub. So why do you say you're from Brighton? <laughs> so, uh, I'll on. just, yes, no, we're let's, not, let's do we're a Hasek's podcast then instead. Just to add, as, uh, <laughs> as old Brighton fans, I must, um, I, was, I was at the Goldstone. I was at the Goldstone as a baby. Oh, oh yeah. that shuts every like every guy that has a go. You were at the Goldstone on Twitter up if you ever have an opinion. Yeah, yeah. Or... So if people say <laughs> they were the with Dean, I can imagine the people who are like they look like you know Brighton Plastics that turned up at um, Falmer. I'll be like, nah, uh, wasn't just even with Dean. I was at the Goldstone. Come <laughs> 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 on, You were the, the closest, in your yeah, the, in the the closest I got to the Goldstone was being in Toys R Us or JJB, where it used to be. Yeah. That's the closest I ever got, unfortunately. There's still some bright fans that refuse to go in that Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably. I mean, I it's now, it's I now a Lidl, isn't it? Not? It's or a TK Maxx. Oh, really? And the TK Maxx, yeah. yeah. And the Nando's, of course. Jesus. Shout out Nando's. Yeah, and now, well, the Nando's is, I've been there yeah. a few times. So and this is a bit of a quick question here, and Charlie, we'll start with you. We want to know your favourite Brighton player growing up and also your favourite mm. current player as well. Uh, favourite Brighton player growing up, probably Zamora. Um, has just to be. And then um, just like my like really early like sort of memories of like being a Brighton fan and like finding the results in like the local in like the paper and you go down Division 2 or Division 1 and you just see Zamora and you're like, yes. Um I don't know. They're just like my first formulated memories, which I think is probably the same for a lot of mm-hmm. kids, you know. Yeah. My memories and then, with Dean just having the bacon baguettes. That was the best part. Like you said with your yeah. Mars bar, my, for me is the bacon baguettes. So cheap, <laughs> absolutely massive, loaded with bacon. Isn't it? <laughs> I know, mate. It's just classic. <laughs> but we, 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 me, uh, me, me and Jake went to uni in Manchester and me, and we, we've done this quite a few times. Me, my dad, Jake and his dad, we go to away games or we go to games to go. Uh, and we went to Blackburn away in the snow. Um, and, it was uh, easier we, when we were in the championship to do things like that, away <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was so good. And then we, did we see Bobby Zamora's last game? I yeah, think. Bobby Zamora header. And he, I think he scored a penalty. Oh no, we saw Bobby Zamora score oh, wow. penalty against MK Dons. No, but it was definitely about... definitely Blackburn because it was snowing. We'd just eaten a Yeah, party. I remember the Two game about the red kit, wasn't it? It was the red kit. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, yeah, yeah, do you yeah, only yeah, remember yeah. memories? Do you only remember your memories from what you're eating at the time? <laughs> what I was eating, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I we remember... were definitely eating a pie. It was Ewood Park. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the steak on my cheese. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I just I just uh, I don't know maybe they go together really well I don't know I mean like it's just football and scram you know there's a whole Twitter page about it like you know it's it, it's a thing yeah. but yeah. yeah so Zamora's and then now um, I think it's I think it's got to be gross Pascal Gross the workhorse mate love it love that love it. I love that because yeah. so many people give him sort of stick don't they about being too slow and everything so it's nice to hear so <sighs> he's and just Jake, so who, what about you stylish well? mate love it, it. Yeah. Um, Go on. My all-time favourite, <clears throat> I mean, is also Zamora, but I'll give a different answer because someone I used to love when I was a kid for whatever reason. I used to love Kuipers. I think I was like a goalie <laughs> for like a brief period from like eight, age eight to nine, for whatever reason. I don't know why. No very way. Small. And I just got, I just loved Kuipers. I don't know what it was no about way. him. Uh, I've got his he, 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 he had a big first night. Oh, really? Do you? Yeah, no I've way. got a sign glove above me. I don't want to grab it because I haven't got the best. I haven't got the best trousers on underneath, so I don't want to stand up. Um, <laughs> he had a lot Wait, of character. Okay. I liked him. Um, yeah. And then, nice yeah, recently, um, I mean, with the departure of Trossard, like Matoma has just come into this like absolute beast of a player. He was yeah. pretty quiet on Saturday because they kept him quiet quite successfully. But I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a Brighton legend if we can keep hold of him. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, six-month spell that we've had him in the first team <laughs> before he goes to yeah. 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 Big club in the But also a massive um, Pascal Gross fan. He's, he's like one of the most stylish players we'll ever have. Like that mm-hmm. Cruyff turn, that is... Uh, Intelligence, levels. football IQ. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah really big time. Um, yeah, but I want to know as well because obviously being big Brighton fans, obviously since you were young, is it important for you, sort of as a almost like a dream, I guess, as a band when you do 
blow up inevitably to almost carry Brighton and put them on the map? Is that is that a, is that a name for you? Uh, I'll start with you, Jake. Um, yeah, I think like somehow we've found a little bit of a niche in like the football world with our music recently. Mm. Only a little bit, you know, just Soccer AM having a track on FIFA, yeah. being here talking to yeah. you guys. It seems like the footballing world of music is like in our music which is nice and i think like we're huge brighton fans like outside of music our our second shared interest is hands down football so there's no reason to like own it like as um as part of our character i guess um you know obviously you've literally got a song called football as well if if you haven't heard it (laughs) yeah it's probably honestly i don't know how you made it but you made a song that just epitomizes football which is when you listen to that opening i'm like immediately yeah, think football. i get what you mean <laughs> Go to special it's special yeah that's that awesome oh, cheers ben that's uh, uh that's awesome man but um yeah no i think um i think we'll probably keep flying flag because we want to own where we're from like we are from brighton i think we've had lots of people thinking we're from manchester from starting the band there and then think people think right. we're from london we think we've been trying to like stamp that we're actually from Brighton so I think yeah. actually pointing out that we're big Brighton fans as well just you know probably helps other Brighton's that are Brighton fans get behind us and then hopefully yeah. one day we get booked to play at the Amex or open for someone that's got to be a yeah. dream yeah. I was going to ask happen. you about that because I saw you I saw you said it on an interview as well saying that it was your dream to sell out the Amex stadium and I've seen that was flying <laughs> over and dropping t-shirts I thought that yeah. was hilarious um, Charlie, is that is that still is that still the I've made it dream moment for you to, to have yeah. seagulls dropping t-shirts over the over a sold out? Oh mate, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, like, if we could play a gig there, have our song mm. played there, like on the on the uh, on like the concourse, you know, like like yeah, mm. pre matches, like that would just be like absolute next levels. I mean. We should yeah. at least be yeah. getting played at half time by now. Come on, like, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, yeah. it's the platform, mate. Promote yourself out there. We'll put it all over Twitter yeah. and retweet it on every account yeah. we can find. It's funny. My uh, my parents my parents have season tickets and they they go to they sometimes go to one of the lounges and um, yeah, my stepdad's always saying like Paul Barber's over there and I'm going to go over to him and tell you tell him to book you guys. And like, you know what? I'm not sure he's going to listen to you and just say yeah. I'm That's not sure like, how exactly that works. So I found I found the text message where my friend Alex from Bristol he sent me your song football and mm. and then my reply just goes proper football song that it's just it's literally what it is straight, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, straight on the playlist good man there you go appreciate it man yeah that must be know, sick though just... seeing your songs being like shared in an iMessage that it, is it a bit of like a pinch yourself <laughs> moment where you've uh, well that's that's what's yeah. happening yeah mate yeah, definitely yeah, but that's sure, all man. that's also it is it is and then um it's also like why we're doing it. You know, it's, it's, it's like the results we want to see. We want to get that engagement. We just want people to like feel the energy that, that, that we're trying to give and that we sort of have been writing and working so hard to sort of do. So when people are engaging with it, it's like, yes. So it's like a win. It's just like <laughs> yeah. people are involved well, I've always and people are about, sharing um, what we think about it. So it's about good, musicians mate. is like, everyone just singing your song at a concert and you've got everyone just in the palm of your hands is I've always thought that must just feel like an absolutely insane feeling. I mean, what is it like to have that, that just everyone sort of, is that, is that the, you know, imagine you have the Amex sold out and everyone's mm. singing your song word for word. Would that just be the sort of pinnacle moment? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, it, I, I think it would also just, we're, we're nowhere near that level yet just just no. so i can't i can't quite like <laughs> imagine it but like from experience of like having a crowd that's like full and up for it and like like we played truck festival that was just so so full and everyone was really engaged and like that was such a big show for us but it was actually harder to deal with a show in brighton where just a bunch of our pissed mates turned up who were showing a lot of support <laughs> But having them in the palm of our hands was just unruly. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that what I mean. Just having that, that from that. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's that like it's feeling of right. progress, I suppose. It's probably the closest you can, oh, yeah, you'll get to being a footballer and having your song sung by the fans. Just seeing other people sing about you it must be like, yeah, that's insane. insane. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely it is. I think um, we uh, like we only actually really played our first headline tour in um, October. That was our first like run of her wow. like headline dates. 
um, which was amazing. I managed to sell it all out somehow, which was great. But it was the first time we had people like singing our lyrics back to us properly, really. But yeah. we also noticed that there was people singing along to songs which we hadn't released. And we're like, hold on. Who's, how have they managed this happen? one? How have they, how have they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, someone's leaked or, or someone, or maybe they're just finding the first chorus that catchy that they're singing along more. And we were like, okay, well, this is a good sign. So yeah, next tour sign. out in May. Definitely, yeah. Next tour in May, plug, um, which tickets are available. We've got that. Like we've got that on the list. Don't worry. Yeah, no, right. we've, yeah. Got, we've, we've got the, we've got the <laughs> plug yeah, right at the end. <laughs> yeah. It literally says, May in capitals, plug new album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the May tour, the May tour should be our first kind of experience, I think, properly for people like well, the album will be out so people will properly be able to connect with music live and hopefully sing mm. back to us and then we can hopefully proper like Robbie Williams it and just like you know just not even sing ourselves that's the uh, place you want to be um <laughs> when I was talking to my mum about you guys yesterday I showed her some of your songs she was like can you please ask them where did the n name come from so charlie where charlie or jay you, yeah. one of you take it where did the name come from because it's you go it's quite charlie. strange it's a bit like i've yeah. seen a tiktok go viral actually and it was like indie bands or bands trying to think of their name it's like spin some wheel and then spin another wheel spin another wheel and something cuts yeah, yeah. You would have to spin a lot of wheels to get our name so basically i i as I said earlier, I lived in New York um, for like three or four years when I was, I was growing mm. up. I lived in a town called Chappaqua. Chappaqua. Wait, it's uh, Chappaqua, not Chappaqua. I've been saying yeah, Chappaqua well, this whole time. It's not, I mean, wrong. It's not wrong. Yeah, you can say it okay. like that. A lot of like a lot of Northerners are like Chappaqua. So Chappaqua. sounds like some place in South America, not in New York. Yeah, I think I'm, it's a Native it's American like, name. I, I think oh, it, it comes sense. off. It comes off like I think it's. The town is like, we used to be called, I think it comes from the Native American word for like running water, which was like Sipakoya. And then they like, you know, Americanized it, Chappaqua. But basically it's just like a big old town. Um, and uh, they had a like height, like there was like a sports shop in the town that sold like just generic sports t-shirts. And my dad bought me one that said Chappaqua Wrestling. <laughs> and uh just, just like a gta the, like, shirt you'd get some random yeah it's just like <laughs> it was like it was kind of i don't know just some random t-shirt that sort of is all of the wrestling teams in the town of all the different schools blah 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 right. so anyway I, I when i moved back and me and jake got um you know we became friends and started playing music together when we were like 14 and it was a sick t-shirt and we just used to like just both wear it and it was just really good when we went to manchester for uni we were like, oh, we should start a new band. Um, and we were like, oh, let's call it Chappaqua Wrestling. Like, we'll, we won't actually be called that. We'll just get a few gigs in Manchester and then, like, we'll get a new band name. <laughs> and we'll, and get then, a, uh, we'll get a proper name. <laughs> we'll get a proper name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, uh, we'll just, you know, it'll be fun. And then it just started nicely doing really well on Spotify. And then we were like, oh, okay, like, probably shouldn't change it. Now. And now we've just got it. <laughs> So it's yeah. a bit weird. It's very recognisable <coughs> when you see it, but anyone asking you, and you just know who they are when they ask you, like, what's that name? What's you, what are you called? And you're like, oh, <laughs> Chapka Wrestling. They're like, what? Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's, like, it's uh, not easy. Yeah. It's like, Here we go. It's, we definitely like ended up by, ended up having this name out of being so relaxed at the beginning of the project, which is quite nice. We were just like, yeah, we'll just call this, the name for now and we'll decide on something down the line and then within yeah. a few shows you then realize it's too late when it wasn't too late to change it we just got quite comfortable with it and we quite liked it but then we actually did i don't think we've ever told anyone this but we did not long ago about a year ago when we first um signed our album deal um we were thinking about changing our name and we were like let's call the band's name plus ultra which is the name of our album ah, and we'll call our first album chapter wrestling and we thought that it was like a, maybe a great plan. And then everyone that we work with and our friends was like, that's a stupid idea. Like <laughs> you guys already have a little bit of a following. That would be mad. And Chapter Wrestling is great. So yeah. we were like, yeah, you're right. I think we just needed to be told to shut up. Was, it's funny, so it's funny you say that because I was going to ask you, was there ever a, a sort of easy plan B for you? Or was it like, you know, like, because obviously you say now you feel like it's too late. Would you ever consider changing it? Or is it just that? Is it set now? Is it well, just I, I, I think I think it is. It is what it is, and 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 the uh, yeah. the damage has been done. Like 
you know, we've, we've done well enough. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done well enough with it as the name, and I quite like it. Really, I mean, like it's it's very nostalgic. Yeah. And cool, if you were gonna really try and get emotional about it, that T-shirt, man, it bound me and Jake <laughs> together. Like, you know, it was the thing that just the like, connected us. Yeah, um, and like, I wouldn't change that in the world. You know, so <laughs> or, <Love that. laughs> it's just a dumb name. But we'll keep it. Fair enough. Screw it. Who cares? Obviously, it must have been a clever name because eventually, well, what I'm seeing, I don't, I'm not, well, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of Blossoms, but I don't really listen to their music. I think I know a few of their songs, but you, yeah. you guys supported them, right? How did that come about? I've, I've yeah, it was, um, big band. it was a funny one. Yeah. We, we were just kind of like coming towards the end of the year. I think we had, it was like early, it was mid-December, so we'd already, we'd already done the UK tour. And then, um, I think we had one more small headline before the end of the year. And then, um, yeah, we just get a message from our manager saying, do you want to support Blossoms tomorrow in Brighton? <laughs> and we're like, okay, what venue? And they said Brighton Dome. And we were like, that's a great venue. It's somewhere we've never played. And it's also like, you know, it's not the biggest venue in the world, but it's um, definitely like the most prestigious of the Brighton venues of like how yeah, old and beautiful yeah. it is. So we'd always wanted to play that. And we were like, hell yeah, well, we'll happily support them. Because um, get to go back to Brighton for the weekend. And then, um, obviously, like, playing Blossoms, which is great, but also playing a great venue. So we were like, hands down, let's do it. So we literally had, I think we found out on the day, actually. I think they said, do you want to do it today? And we it was tonight. Yeah, I remember you announced it. Like, I was sitting in Costa in, in Churchill Square, and I messaged you guys. I was like, you ain't got any tickets going. Have you excited yeah. to come along? <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh, I don't anymore. I was like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, um, no. oh mate well next one you, you guys will be on the list for the next one but um, yeah we got down there and um, I got down there early and I was speaking to the Blossoms manager or the tour manager and he said you guys free tomorrow night and I was like um, in what sense like do you want to go for drinks or like what are you on about and he was like <laughs> no we're doing, we're doing Brixton tomorrow and I was like okay Brixton Academy which is obviously Brixton, huge wow. huge venue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which would, would have been really exciting and then um yeah, our manager called and was like, yeah, you guys free tomorrow night as well for Brixton Academy. And we were like, oh, yeah. So we didn't even have any time to think about it or process it. So they were two huge, big, huge shows just to be like, yeah, we do them. And then yeah. I think if we had a lead up of like time to think about doing Brixton Academy, we probably would have overthought it or like, you know, let's get flares and lasers and yeah. I don't know, <laughs> gone in a bit. But we just the turned venue, up just yeah, like... The venue enough is, is sick, isn't that? There's the one with the roof and it's got all like the murals on, right? Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like a castle yeah. around. Yeah, like, yeah, it looks like a castle around the stage. Um, I saw Empire yeah. of the Sun. So, yeah, yeah. That, it was that was incredible. That, yeah, oh was no way! Yeah. Yeah. Sick, that was sick. No, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, they were they were wicked shows. So it ended the year really nicely, and then um, yeah, good guys as well. Blossoms, nice lads, really nice. Are they, they Australian? Yeah. My thinking. No, uh, they're Manchester. from Manchester. Um, yeah, they're from Stockport. Stockport. Australia Stockport, very similar, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, um, they're, they're, they're good lads. They're good lads. Yeah, they, uh, they're big. For, they're big. For I think you might be well. thinking about really nice DMAs. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Similar, exactly. similar yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we we played with Blossoms before, actually, when we first started the band, like four or five years ago. We forty-five years ago, not that. Four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At the Goldstone. <laughs> yeah, we supported them in Stockport um, a while ago, um, four or five years ago, and then we, um, and then like it was nice to support them again. But um, yeah, I remember we supported them like four or five years ago, and we were like, this is mad. Like, our music kind of sounds similar, but not that similar. And then four or five years later, our music couldn't sound more different, like polar opposites, yeah. like of sound. So I think when we were like, you know, playing some loud grunge to their audience at like 8 p.m. on a Friday night when they're expecting someone else to support them. I think the fans are a little bit like, whoa, who are these guys? But I think they're working up there. Give them away a little bit. Yeah. And then, but mate, you've obviously done very well in such a short space of time. I mean, Full Round Table made it onto FIFA 23, That's which was mad, huge. actually. Very, very huge. I remember hearing it and I was like, hang on a minute. It's the boys that DM me the other day. I was like, hang on a bit. Wait, what? And then I just, I just, it all sort of hit me when I saw it all. And then how, how does that come about? Because obviously FIFA music, right? It sounds silly to probably anyone that has never played FIFA. But like, you know, throughout your whole sort of teenage years when you've played FIFA, those songs are iconic now. And, you know, you, you think of it as a, oh, that's that song on FIFA, isn't it? How yeah, did that come about? How, how did they yeah. get in touch? Because, yeah, that is, that is really, really big. Charlie, I'll let you, I'll let you take it, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, echoing that, like, 
when we found out we were going to be on it, it's just the exact same. Like growing up playing FIFA, you just know those songs like the back of your hand and it kind of like shapes a lot of your like, what music you're going to get into like when you get mm. older, really. It's like Definitely, sort of yeah. early sort of uh, influences. So we were so, 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 so gassed, as you can imagine. Uh, I think our, we just got put forward for it and like that song, Four on Table, just has like, you know, it's just quite like footbally. I don't know, yeah. not intentionally, but there's something about it that's just quite like it's got like well, a it's got a big crescendo, it's got a lot of energy, yeah. big crescendo. Yeah. So anyway, so so we got put forward to it. I think our label put us forward to it, and then uh, and then they yeah, like nicely, they just they they wanted to get us on it, and we obviously accepted. I think we I think they we, it was accepted before we even found out. Like yeah. it wasn't the question. <laughs> no surprise. It was like, yeah, like, it's happening. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting on heads. You've got to think of the insane amount of, well, millions and millions of people will be listening to that song after getting battered 9-0 yeah. on Foot Champs or something like that. But it'll be 12 <laughs> months until the next one comes out of them listening to that song relentlessly. And maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, too yeah. much, to be fair, because some people play FIFA a bit too much. But yeah, it's, yeah for me, yeah, like, I don't know, as, but... a, as a big FIFA player <laughs> and yeah, loving my FIFA soundtracks, that is that would be such a massive moment. But if I yeah, yeah. Was, I think huge, I think like huge, huge, of like the the like the little kind of moments of like you know little hit moments you have to have as an artist. You know, I think that was probably one of the biggest ones from last year. I don't think we really realised at first mm. how good it would be for us, but the amount of people that you speak to, friends or it's friends, made a friends lot of or artists, mutuals, yeah, like they always they will say like, oh yeah, I was you know I was in Liverpool the other night, and they said that your mate's band um, was on um, FIFA, and I had no idea. And then they were singing like your song at me, and Mad. we're like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like it really does spread the music. Yeah, um, it's the it's the uh, it's the YouTube comments that's been the biggest difference. That's it. Just had like YouTube so many more YouTube comments from everywhere around <laughs> yeah. the world. Songs from FIFA. Greetings, greetings yeah. from Brazil. I love FIFA. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. Like, like oh, nice. Like, I mean, you, know, you see, like, like, yeah, I, like, yeah, I cool. met a guy. I met a guy in. Um, I can't remember. He knew the band. He came in, introduced himself. I, mean, I was just in London somewhere, and he, um, he, yeah, he knew the band, and then um, he followed me on Instagram. And then later that night, he sent me a DM at like four AM. He was like, "Yo, man, listen to this FIFA hit," and it was him and like ten people, like at a session, like just hammered at like four AM, <laughs> listening to Four on Table. I like, had it on the screen. I was like, That's "Sweet, great. I don't know this guy at all," and That's he is it. absolutely hammered right now. And yeah, FIFA, that is so cool is like doing bits for <laughs> well that's that's the thing yeah, as i was mate. about to say like you know you see sort of like sound fender easy life they've all been you know you associate their first songs like play god to to fifa 19 like that's what i always used to think and now you see sound fender is one of the biggest sort of in the industry i just think it's mad the the pull that it has um and, and the fact that you've already noticed it in a short space of time i think only shows what you can possibly do in the future as well which mm. is quite a nice little lead on to um i may as well just take it as well because yeah, soccer am yeah. obviously um got in touch with you recently and i saw you perform on there i think you did wayfinding right um mm. and it was a very very good performance so props to you guys but um what was it how did you Thank get you. in touch with with soccer am or they got, got obviously probably got in touch with you how did it come about and obviously as an experience as a football fan it's, it's sort of like that pinnacle dream again to to be on there isn't it I think um, well, that one was actually more of a, a bit of more of an industry link. Like our manager, John, John Dawkins, big up. Um, he's very close to the football world. He used, an ex he used to play, he, he used to play professionally maybe, but he's like very in with Coventry City, knows a lot of people in the football world. So he knows Fenners and Ballard. So I think oh, when cool. it, John, John manages a few artists, he's got like six or seven artists. And um, I think when he's got one that, is of the kind of soccer AM ilk. He got you send it over to Fenners, and Fenners were like, "Yeah, mate, I like it." And then it's as simple as that. That's I think great. we got. I think with a bit of a bit of momentum, and they happened to like the song Wayfinding. We we just kind of got just swung in, and we they were like, "Do you want to do it?" And we were actually born holiday when they first asked. They're like, "Do you want to do soccer on the Saturday?" And me and Joe were like, "Uh, we're in Spain." And they were like, "Come on, lads! Like, you you got to be about for this." And we're like, Sorry, we we really do want to do it. So like, when we yeah. when we found out we were doing that, that was like the second biggest like moment of like, mm. holy shit! Like, this is going to be fun. Mm. Soccer AM is like was my absolute boyhood dream. Just like playing yeah, on yeah. there, and then also like going in the arena and trying to get top bins, which I didn't do, but Charlie <laughs> did. Oh, yeah, yeah, play. Yeah, top mate. Bins. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, like it was also our first ever live TV performance. Like, mm. and three, 
two, one. <laughs> and yeah. that yeah. was just like mad because like yeah. it was at, it was at 10 a.m. I was going to say really early. Yeah, you get like, early live show. to TV. Yeah. You get there. Yeah, you have yeah. to get there. At, you get there at 7 a.m. Um, oh, so then like you're, you're rocking and wayfinding like, uh, you know, as you might know, or anyone who hasn't heard it, very very good great song um it's also it's very uh very very rocky like energetic like i'm doing like some very like you know top of my range screams in it <laughs> so when we were doing a dress rehearsal at like 7 a.m i was like oh, god yeah bust out some cobwebs of this <laughs> but like you know we cracked on but it was just yeah like, it was weird the, it was like the countdown of the live tv was like you, you just like like it's such a it's not like yeah. a gig it's such a yeah. distinct type of nerves you're like whoa this is yeah well we you have to like you have to like to to to, like get across our performance as a live band which we normally play at you know 10 p.m at night and everyone in the crowd's had a few beers and we've had a few beers it's a very hard atmosphere to recreate at 10 a.m in the morning i remember like when like people drinking coffee eating bagels and like with headsets <laughs> on, like lights, yeah. action, and it was like proper hard to get into like the mode of like, okay, we're playing, a, you know, we're playing a gig now. We've got to jack up the audience somehow. And um, I remember they we were just about they to were play. sound there. It was like it yeah, was like 10, yeah. 15 minutes before we were playing, and I was like, oh god, a bit nervous now actually. You know, like we're playing live to TV, and Coco, our keyboardist, um, and uh, she plays keys and as pvs she's great um she was like backstage and she was like drinking a shopper hopper beer and i was like what are you drinking orange juice she's like no i'm having a shopper hopper man i need to get in the mood this is a gig and i was like you know oh, what man. you're doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to the thing is the thing is go on i just I, got yeah. one last thing to say about let's yeah, go go for it go is for it like is it like the the all the staff there like and the running like the runners and like the people you know making a tv show work they were all so sound, unlike Fenners and Brillard, they were like so sound, made you feel really mm. up for it. So it wasn't those people that put, that were like putting off, it was like all of those football fans. Yeah, those random yeah. football yeah. fans who came in. Who was it? Just like Barnsley like Wood or something. Barnsley yeah, Wood yeah. football, like, and they were all just there, just like in their shirts, just like looking. <laughs> yeah. And they, we were just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we were just like, okay, all right, let's just go send it to these people. Like, that was yeah, just that. Uh, that was yeah. funny. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to ask him. No, no, because obviously you watch Soccer AM pretty much every week anyway. It's just on, isn't it? It's one of those things you just have on on a Saturday. Mm. Why wouldn't you? And I've always wanted to know what's Fedders like as a guy. Was he, he seems like he absolutely loves live music and loves bands. Is it, it, he seems like he actually hey. genuinely wants these bands to do well. Um, and I, I, just, I was genuinely Definitely. interested. It was, it was really like so heartwarming to see. So we went in the day before and um, we did a sound check met the team and they were kind of like uh, rehearsing some of the skits um, and they yeah. were going through them. So we walked into this like really quiet studio room and Fenners and Gallardo practicing one of the skits for the next day and just running through it. And um, we were like, oh God, got to be quiet. And then you think, you realise, oh God, these guys are like, you know, these are serious performers. Like they, these are TV people. Mm-hmm. And then they paused what they're doing, looked over like, Chaparrasin came over, like shook her hands. And oh, we were like, yeah, thanks cool. so much for having us. I like, really appreciate you having us on the show. It's our first TV performance. Like, thank you and they were like no 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 thank you like thank you so much for coming on like we were like thanks for doing it for us like they were really appreciative for us turning up and doing it it was more we kind of had this feeling that maybe obviously they're you you know busy tv people maybe that there was someone else that booked the bands or communicate with the artists and like run that side of like the the marketing of it but they actually booked the bands themselves. We're like, so who chooses? And they're like, we do. We listen to the bands. We listen to the songs. We book the bands. Like they, they proper produce the show. I think Fen is, like, is used to be the producer behind the scenes when it was like Helen. Yeah. And then he eventually made his way to the screen. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. realize when you're there that these guys are like Fenners, especially Amberlove, but they they proper like are like on the ground running around like speaking to everyone like oh, well, fully cool. in charge like yeah, in a great yeah. way they were, like the best so energy good. ever yeah. they played um like it was just such a good time because like they played uh age of consent by new order like just before we played really loud and that's just like one of our favorite songs ever and just like <laughs> love love new order so like they, we put a video of us playing wayfinding on youtube and you just hear when they're introducing us, like New Order's playing. So it's such a good omen. I was like, these guys got like such good music good taste. taste or like, or just yeah, like yeah. same as us. So it just made us feel, they were just proper bandy, mm. like really into their music. 
yeah. um, which is like not like it's weird. It's like modern football culture. Like it's it's got had such a resurgence. Like Jake, you were te- you were, we were talking about this the other day. Like okay. it feels so like football music is like together again yeah. in a way that might have been lost. Like obviously the nineties, like Oasis, like in it, like you know, it's very connected those mm. two worlds. And then it kind of felt like it might have dipped off. I think it yeah. dipped off and then like UK hip hop kind of took it over and they would just drop in like Deli Alley bars and people would be like, did you hear that Deli Alley bar? But now I feel like yeah. your style of music is now Indie music's having definitely a good relationship. Back into yeah, it's definitely yeah, having yeah. like a good yeah. relationship with football again. It seems they go hand in hand again, which is good. It feels like yeah. it. it feels a bit, but there, it, might, it might not have ever left. We just didn't know, but no, it's I definitely coming back into our world. It's coming yeah. back into our world a lot more. And it's just like, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great for us. <laughs> so, yeah, it seems like there's we lots love. of um, <laughs> so yeah, it's fine. There's lots of like just outside of music as well, like so many football cultural magazines like Soccer Bible, Mundial, Bickles, all of that lot, Bickles. like that are really pushing like the kind of culture surrounding football, TSL, so. which then brings in all kinds of yeah. art and music, which then just makes it so much easier for like music yeah. to like get involved. And I think you're right, yeah. definitely there seems to be more bands and like alternative artists like on like I don't know, on the, like, the BBC, like, final score, like, playlist, or like, even just at half-time, there's lots of band music, which is good. You know, we've got to, we've got to make, we've got, we've got to come back. We can't all be our bit. Yeah. yeah sure. I think okay. a lot of that goes down to Soccer M as well, making that happen. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, ben is so, obviously loves bands. Yeah, yeah, and that as well. Stone Island bands. Yeah, yeah. smaller yeah. bands first, and yeah, like, I rate that. Anyway, sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, so yeah, you're going from doing a live show at Soccer AM and now you've got an album coming out and also a tour. But the main thing I'm looking at when I see the places you're playing, Brighton isn't on that list, unless I missed uh, it. It's Bristol, BRI, but yeah. not Brighton. There's method let, to our madness. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to tell us, but um, people might be able to. Yeah, I think um, we're going we're gonna to do something a bit more special for Brighton, which is more... Um, kind of um we want to come back and do a bigger show in brighton in autumn um so maybe just holding off for a little bit but obviously there's more of a demand for brighton so i think we're gonna do something special down at one of the record stores um which is more kind of like intimate with the fans and more kind of like focused on the album itself so less of a big nighttime show uh, to be honest, I actually don't know what I'm on about. I'm not sure what we're doing, but I know we're going to do something special for Brighton. Yeah, basically, I mean, we're going to do something a bit, a bit more intimate, and then maybe like a party that night around the launch of the album. Yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do like have a bit more focus on it. Um, in like not on the same run, but like we're gonna probably play again. But um, we're also playing like our biggest ever London show on that run. So we're um just hoping some of our fans might make the trip up on the train to come and help us out. Fill the away that place. fans. Yeah, the away, yeah, the away fans. <laughs> yeah. So that's at the, what's, I'm reading in here, the power, power, is it called powerhouse? Yeah. Powerhouse. It used to be called Dingwalls. Like it was called Dingwalls for like years and years and years. And everyone mm-hmm. knows it as Dingwalls. Like, um, like as soon as I, you know, told any, my, my my parents or friends' parents, they're like, oh, I lived in Dingwalls in the 90s. Like, I've heard that so many times. So I think it's like a classic. Um, and it's just, it's it's our biggest headline show. I think it's like 600 people. So that's our biggest one so far. So we're really hoping that, like, you know, we can sell it out. Should be done. Uh, so hopefully people from Brighton can help us. Uh, cool. Help I think us I'll be run. making the trip to Bristol. I think that's that's where I'll be seeing you guys. For that oh, nice. yeah, cool. Yeah, love that. Love yeah, yeah. Bristol's that. Bristol's always good. Like we, um, we, I don't know what it is. There's just like a good. There's a few city. I mean, every tour headline show is amazing when you get to go to a different city. But Bristol's always fun. And oh, annoyingly, man. Bristol's always on a Monday, Tuesday night for us. But um, <laughs> we still we still bring the heat, and it will still be a big one. So Ben will be uh, especially yeah, cool. be at the front name. I will, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sort me out some front front row tickets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will. Love Thank that. Cool. Well, Love that. Um, um, uh, yeah, what, what were you going to say, Ryan? Go on, man. I was, was going to just finish with the sort of new album, obviously, plus Ultra. Um, yeah, the vibe behind it. What's what's it going to be like? What should we what should we expect? What should fans expect? And how how much has gone into this project? I, I, I guess I'll start with you, Charlie, because you're, you're looking at me like you want to say something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just it's just uh, interesting question, like because. Uh, it's, well, first of all, it's, it's been a long time coming. And some of the songs yeah. on there are, um, 
I think a couple of songs are there are written when we were like 17. Okay. So like, you know, like back when we were kind of like at sick form, but they've just kind of come with us our whole life and they've changed like, but there's still, there's still some hooks in there that we just love. And we just felt like due diligence to just put it on the album. And then some of them are really recent. I mean, like some of them were written more or less like a month before we recorded it, like a, oh, wow. a year or two ago. So it's like spans from a big time zone, but very much like our kind of it has a, like a we haven't just taken exactly what we did back then and then sort of like done it as that style it's very much in the same mood which is um just a bit kind of i don't know how you describe it it's hard to do it isn't it it's just um i think um just a bit rocky but with a bit of grunge in there but it's just a bit like i don't know just a lot of power it just felt like when we were recording there was just a lot of power and like just energy in every single song from our producers are just so good. Um, Tom Manning, Damon Minchella, big shout out to them. And we just recorded in this Welsh studio in the middle of nowhere, just like in these, in this, in these fields. And the desk was just old and you'd have to like punch it to get it working. And it was just like, but it was just loud. And like, we just had these songs, which we just really believed in and had a short amount of space, short space of time, sorry, to, to record it all in. So it just meant we just had to go in there, be so drilled and rehearsed before we went in and then just like send it. And we were just so hungry to do our own album. So it's just so much like energy from us in there. A lot of history from sort of they're the best songs that we've done for since we started. And then just a really interesting setting. So, yeah, I think it's yeah, we, we think it's really special. Like it, it, it was it really, really went well for us. We really enjoyed it. I think it's uh kind of more more of what you heard so hopefully you like it but it's, it's definitely an interesting story about how how it was done you know yeah, in that definitely. sense definitely. yeah but jake um, you might want to add, add to yeah, that jake, i mean you just covered time. most of it um <laughs> no but i mean i think what was important is that um like charlie said a lot of the music was was written over like you know nearly eight to ten years some of it really recently but then we actually then recorded the whole of the album in 10 or 11 days which oh, wow. I don't know for people that don't don't know how long recording takes like sometimes you can spend like five days on one track so to get like the 10 10 or 11 songs of the album done in 10 or 11 days was just crazy yeah so we were like working super hard every day in the studio but then also because we were in the studio making a rocky grungy album we were, had lots of like not partying but lots of fun in the studio lots of glasses of wine lots of fun lots of lots of playing lots of playing shit I, I guess you guys know that game uh, one ball, one bounce. Oh yeah, I said yeah. One yeah, touch, one bounce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We a lot of that. There. So it was a lot of fun. There was there's a lot of energy in the album, a lot of playfulness. Then obviously, like over time of like creating the album, the last two three years, like our kind of lyrical voice has kind of matured a bit. So there's a lot more conversation in the lyrics about you know what's happening in the world around us, um, which is kind of mirroring like us kind of growing up as writers, which I think is really important about this album because everything we've done before the album. It's been, um, you know, more. Um, it's been more relaxed and more um, more focused on the music. Whereas this album is more kind of a collection of songs where we're kind of talking about what we actually yeah. feel and what we're seeing happening around us in in society and life, and also just like growing up as 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 writers. Um, so yeah, I think there's there's a good mix on the album. Um, and yeah, as Charlie said, there's a lot of energy. You can feel the energy in the room. Everything's recorded very live. Um, lots of big room mics so you can actually feel us walking around and kind of you know moving around the studio in the well, album um, we can so, hear you, yeah. we, we, we can hear you chat shit in one of the songs but that's, yeah. I love that so right. yeah, 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 yeah you're like read. more energy more energy there's little bits of conversation across <laughs> the album like if you listen closely um, but yeah like props to Damon and Tom our producers like they they did a solid job. I don't know any. I don't know anyone that's recorded an album quicker than that, unless it's like a punk album, which is recording like in one day and one take. But yeah, have a listen. You have a listen when it comes out. Well, definitely. It's available. It's available for pre-order right now. So. <laughs> there you go. Then out go April fourteenth. Yeah. April fourteenth. April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Yeah. yeah. April fourteenth. Oh yeah. Nice. And then we'll be doing the, the Amex. In the description. 
If you do it the Amex, mate, yeah. I'll be in touch <laughs> with the club as soon as possible. Um, mate, please. I'll try my best, mate. I will, honestly. Um, right, Ben, I, I want to ask you the question, mate, to be honest with you, because uh, you want to do a thriller preview? Because I wouldn't mind doing one, to be fair. Cause yeah, have you guys still got, got some you guys got like five, five minutes, five, eight minutes for, to quickly preview our next match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Right. I mean, so, look, yeah. the next Brighton game is, yeah, against Fulham which a few years ago would have been probably one of the most boring games on the fixture list. No, no draw. For some it reason now... Ball, yeah, but and some, yeah, I think well, we lost the reverse at Craven Cottage this yeah. season. Um, yeah. Yeah. But now it's two teams that are fighting for Europe, which is crazy. Um, know, so yeah. what, are your, what are your thoughts, Charlie, going into that game? Are you confident? Or, yeah, I don't okay. know. Well, F- F- Fulham have got history of Europe, didn't they? Like, yes. 2007? Yeah, 2007? They did... They, they did pretty well. Yeah, like they Clint beat Dempsey. Or something. Um, Jimmy Bullard as well. I think maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. I think. Yeah. But it's a memory um, there. Yeah, I think. I oh, know. I don't know how I know that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think he did. You might be right. I to think be fair, you're remember. saying that, and yeah. I think that it's reminded me. Yeah, and I think it was Juventus as well. They beat. Yeah, Benfield, and then they got so. knocked out by Diego Forlan, Atletico Madrid. I think. Weird how yeah, we yeah, there this you time go. Shit. Yeah, yeah, literally. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think yeah. Again, like they are, they've got a lot of muscle, very physical. They were so drilled at the cottage. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. just like it was just Twice one of those games. It was just a straight up defeat. Yeah. yeah, and it was just a good. It was a kind of good game for them, and it was kind of a. It was a good good defeat. If there is one, I was like, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. I'm not gutted about it. <laughs> yeah, because like no, I know what you, mean. you know, we didn't play awfully. We, we just got outplayed. So I don't know. I think like. It really depends. It's so hard to predict. That was under predict. Potter, Charlie, I, I to be fair. We'll give him. You know, so... Ah, true, 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 true. Gosh. Yeah, we just got around. turned over there. I think if Mitchell Fitch is in form, Fulham are just unplayable, really, at the moment. Yes. Like, they, they, he, if he's through, he'll score. He's one of those players. I quite like Fulham as well. Like, going to Craven Cottage, Old Wooden Stadium. Like, I can't really take anything away from It's a hard club, club to hate, like, isn't it? There's, there's yeah, nothing really yeah, about them that you yeah. hate. <laughs> Yeah, they're just. Yeah. They're, it seems to be well rounded. Bit like us, like, aren't they? Really? It's just it's really yeah, yeah. mirror. We're they're similar. not as good, but yeah. But it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a really interesting match. I feel like it could go either way. I like yeah. to think we'll return the favour and beat them, but they're decent. So who have we got? Who, have we got anyone coming back from injury? Like before this game, so, is no, Lallana coming back? You'd Lallana hope Lallana might be back by now. Yeah. Obviously, Ferguson He's had the kind a of player against Palace. You yeah, need yeah, in a match yeah. like that, we're gonna need we're gonna need the uh, the old heads. Um, yeah. If Lallana's fit, he has to start. If Lallana's fit, yeah, yeah. Season. Hmm. I'd like you to guys see think? Ferguson start as well. I like yeah. I like that they're giving Undav a chance. I just feel like that kind of tasty match where it's a bit of a stalemate head to head. I feel like you were gonna need something a bit of edge. Yeah, hmm. I, well, I'm interested about Undav. I'm not really sure what they're what they're trying to do there. I think he hmm. could be good, but I'm a bit. I'm, 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 I don't really know who's the first he, choice. He's up top. Yeah, yeah, like being being like being harsh. Dennis Dav is just one of those players. You're just like ah, he's a classic Brighton player. <laughs> yeah, Jurgen Lukaku. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like oh, yeah. here comes Dennis Dav's coming on. What's he going to do? Not much. Hopefully, not like... become a DJ like Lukaku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sure. Should have spotted that one. I don't know. Like, obviously, Matoma's in great form. I think you need someone else linking up with him. March. I guess. I don't know. Like, very good. Yeah, yeah. March is obviously flying right now. March is flying. It's. I mean, to be fair, mate. Like, like that VAR decision the other day. That should have been a goal because they picked up the the last man of yeah. the wrong man. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I didn't. That, I didn't notice that there was actually. That wrong. is. I just saw. So it was, it, it was completely. It, it was, like, was the completely VAR was wrong. wrong. Yeah. They made a rush because they took too much time. They, they they put the line on the wrong player. I don't know who, who was actually playing him on side, but he was, the, he was, was on side. He was the, the person doing it was the head head of VAR, and it's like Mate. it's literally his job to put some lines. How do you yeah. mess that up? I still I'm still how, how so and bad. They, and they <laughs> took they took they took a good like two or three minutes doing yeah. it as well. It's like it wasn't no. wasn't rushed. It was so stupid. So that it was so you know we didn't really do anything no. wrong in no, in, in that sense. Like like we couldn't have played any better. We should have got the yeah. three points. So like it's like. Obviously, Palace might be not, you know, not in as good form as Fulham are, but like I think we're kind of all right. I don't know. Much needs yeah. to change. Um, just hopefully we don't get landed a blow like that again. We haven't had too many bad 
decisions against us like that, luckily this season, but could be the start of a few, who knows? But I didn't know that it was actually wrong. That is so yeah. bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they've admitted and apologised, like, um, which was accepted shocking. by the club. Um, but, you know, it is what it is now. What does that I mean? Know. So that's, we'll, we'll have so two points it. then. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, mate, won't do um, it again. But I think, yeah, I think actually, um, <laughs> finally we mentioned this yesterday, well, last night, they've called a almost a, a meeting. Uh, I think it was Howard Webb called a meeting for all of the PGMOL referees to basically be summoned and, and attendance is compulsory. I don't know if it's today or if it's tomorrow. Um, I don't know what it's even about, but they, they basically summoned all of the referees and officials to this meeting, which, you know, I don't know. Here you go. They've summoned all Premier League officials to Stockley Park for an urgent review on Tuesday. Um, so what that would mean, I don't know, but that's just that's what I'm reading here. Because it happened, um, pretty much. It happened in the uh, Arsenal. Yeah, Bradford pretty much the same thing, thing well, but it was the other yeah. way around. It was uh, they forgot to draw the lines for something that was offside. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how, how that can even happen. Um, but anyway, Ben, I want to know your thoughts um, on Fulham because it's it is going to be a tough game. I, I, yeah, I just. I don't think it's going to be as straightforward. Like, Willian somehow become um, an unbelievable Brazilian player. He's remembered he's Brazilian and he's playing yeah, like he's a Brazilian. Brazilian. Like, just absolutely killing yeah. it now. I don't, I don't understand how that's happened, but he's had like a career yeah. resurgence, which is it's good to see. He was really good back in his time at, we'll take, at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back in a good day. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think it'll be a straightforward game. Somehow Marco Silva's got them very well drilled. And yeah, they played us off the park at Craven Cottage. But like you said, that was under Grant Potter, who, as we know, is an awful manager. Yeah. So we've got, <laughs> we've got the Zerbi now. And I've got so much faith in him. Yeah. Like, like I said, we played so well against Palace. We just keep doing that. We should we should be getting wins and getting results if we keep playing yeah. like that. And hopefully Ferguson will be back and actually start. My friend, who's a Tottenham fan, said that he sees a lot of similarities with him and a young Harry Kane. Um, so, yeah. Which is which yeah, kind of silly. Yeah. He's got the the ability of a striker with great finishing and heading, but he can also pass the yeah. ball, which we all know Harry Kane's got that in his locker. Yeah, well. he looks he looks he looks like he'd be he wouldn't have the naturally the best touch. He'd be quick yeah. to the ball to get down, he's but he's, both, he's, really. he looks like really yeah. well rounded. Yeah, he's got it all. He's so young, so so yeah. young. There's no yeah, and he's got that like physical. He's got that physical dominance, which actually does help against like. Teams like Fulham. Teams like Fulham. Yeah. Like we need Uh-oh. a bit of like that's muscle. That's the quote that's going to be taken out of context. <laughs> Not like us. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I just to finish off all the Fulham yeah, stuff, I, I think, yes, it's a game that historically, you know, as we always say, I think last season probably we would lose this game. Um, I think maybe even the season before we'd do the same. It would be one where we'd dominate and probably not take our chances like at Palace. Um, but... There is a difference in manager now. There is a difference in mentality in the team. I'd like to hope, you know, I think if we do win this game, it's one of those where we'll look back and we'll say, that was a big decisive moment in the season. It's, it's one of those, I think, if we lose, yeah. it's, you know, we're not worthy of getting up to Europe this season. I think if we win, I think it's more than enough time to start believing because we've still got a, a couple of games in hand over That's them anyway. Uh, I think we've got uh, Newcastle, mm. Bournemouth, I think as well, and Palace at home to play, which no one else has played yet. So we've got yeah. plenty of games in hand. But um, yes, I think if we do, if we do go and win this game, which we we have more than more than enough ability to do so, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it is time to start. Booking be those, yeah, on booking it. that time off for, will, for a trip yeah. abroad. I think, yeah, as well, take- like. One big point as well that people said when he came in, lots of pundits were saying, you know, like he's an exciting manager. There's going to be lots of goals either way. Yeah. He will definitely attack, but there'll be also lots of goals conceded. And it doesn't seem like the defence has been too no, rocked by the move yeah. with him coming in. And they seem pretty tight. We're not conceding too many goals. So if we can keep scoring, unlike Saturday... I think we'll beat teams like Fulham, but you're right. I think it's a scared moment. of that, that phrase. Pivotal moment in the. Um... <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. getting to. We... <laughs> Do think that's going to yeah. spark a Team, war? Teams like Fulham, <laughs> all the Fulham fans are going to be on it like a flash. All thirty of them. Yeah, they're a scary. Bunch when, of I think, when I say when I they get their cheese like boards Fulham, out, I mean, I mean, I mean, equal, I'm uh, equal to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like I'm quite physical, like in a good way. Like, like, no, I have um, a lot of respect for Fulham, but I, like, you know, like, as I say, yeah. they're, they're similar yeah. to us, and I think that's what's scarier. I think, as Adam rightfully said on the last podcast, yeah, yeah. you know, it's almost like we're playing against a team that is 
similar to us and therefore we're a little bit more worried because if it was a sort of a, a Tottenham or a, even a you know Manchester United coming to the Amex on Saturday you'd be a bit more like yeah because we're going to be right up for that and we can potentially catch them on an off day but Fulham doesn't quite have yeah, that because yeah, we're, yeah. we're pretty this pretty much the same but it's going to be interesting as I say if I think if we do yeah, win, it'll be the one that's that sparks a lot of belief around the Amex that's for sure but boys you've been an absolute pleasure Jake and Charlie mate you, you've yeah. been fantastic um, really really good guests thank you so yeah, much for very us. good um, thank you thank you so much thank guys you. anytime really love that um, make sure you get down to the show as well we'll uh, be love to meet you in person sure. hopefully see you at the Amex as well for a cheeky half pie, even a pint. Charlie will be covered in, covered in pie. Remembering this yeah. forever. Like, I remember yeah. pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, no, Ben, unless there's anything I've nice missed, comments below, actually. Comments below. Uh, we always do, I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. watch every single week, but we do comments below where, you know, it's something for the podcast, so it's significant. We get fans, if they have watched this far into the episode to comment something below. So if there's anything that sticks out, it can be plus ultra or something like that, if you like as well. Uh, is there anything? Yeah, that's a good, that's, I think that'd be a good one. Plus, plus ultra. Plus ultra. Mm. Everyone comment plus, plus ultra, ultra. If you've made it comments. this far. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Nice one. Bang Thank it. you again, right. lads, for coming on. Um, and yeah, we cool. will see you probably after Fulham and uh, yeah thank you all for listening and subscribing yeah. whatever you've been doing on Apple Podcasts Spotify YouTube etc and we will see you as I said after Fulham goodbye <laughs> cheers nice lads cheers, thank boys. you so much cheers, see ya days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.